I don't see in Doctored and ketchup. We have to care about the agents. <laughs> Screaming at a drag show, so. And put it right on. <laughs> right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> the pizza boxes. Right. So we put. <laughs> We're real in there. Yeah, we're real. We're really in there. Um, all right. Well, hey, here we are. We're on the mic here with Tori Atkins. Hi. Um, Tori's been on our team now nine months. Uh, we were just discussing July first. This is the ballpark around a year mark. Um, and you've sold no homes. You've made no money. Um, I'm gonna have to quit. Yeah. So pretty wild. Um, we're at 17, I guess, did we say? Closed completely, <laughs> and now you're on a real hot streak with 10 pending. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so why don't you introduce yourself, kind of tell us where you're from, you know, things like that. So let's hear about that. Yeah, um, I'm first-generation Floridian. I was born and raised here. I briefly moved away to North Carolina um, with cool. my son's dad. He was in the military, so we were up there and then came back here. Mm -hmm. Um love it here I mean, yeah right just, no no there's reason no to leave. compare there's, there's no comparison to anywhere like it's right. just everything is super close and it's fun and there's just lots of opportunity and I yeah. feel like I'm always meeting somebody new so that's really exciting too. yeah I think that's a huge thing is the opportunity here is wild I mean even just jumping into housing Zillow pegged Tampa as the number one real estate market and Jacksonville number two so I mean you're not wrong when opportunity I think St. John's County is like one of the most building and mm -hmm. moved to counties yeah. across America right now. Um, but so you haven't always been in real estate. You started actually, it's, you were in sales, you were in car sales locally. So let's hear about that. Like, how did you kind of get into car sales? You're just kind of like, did you always find sales was like speaking to you? How, how did that work? Yeah. I mean, I kind of was, I kind of tinkered with cars a little bit in high school. Mm -hmm. Don't like to talk about that anymore, <laughs> but, um, I came down here just looking for something you know, fresh and exciting. I was like, I don't really know anything about sales or anything, but I was like, okay, $10 an hour, like worst case, like I don't have a rent or anything at the moment. Mm -hmm. I could pay my bills and great if I make extra money, fine. But you know, um, it wasn't like a stressor. So then I got into it and I was like, okay, like I can control how much money I make, like whatever effort I put in, I can kind of get that out of right. it. And it was really exciting. And so that's interesting. You know. So you went into cars because you had the fashion for cars and then basically found out you were really good at sales. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say like I was really good at sales right away. I think it was more so I was willing to stay late and like take constructive constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. And I had, you know, really, really good mentors there too. I mean, okay. I definitely owe my old boss some credit there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that speaks volumes too, because the same model kind of applies here where mm -hmm. the opportunities there, you just need to put the time, energy and effort in no business anywhere are you just going to be able to walk in and be like, give me everything. I'm going to provide little to no effort. I mean, I think yeah. that's kind of. And that's like something that I really loved about this place or DJ and Lindsay. When I interviewed, I was like, okay, like the structure is really similar. Like, you know, even starting with Olivia calling me and like following up, like I um, did like business development for mm -hmm the two dealerships and we did a lot of like outbound calls and like setting appointments and stuff mm. like that. So I was familiar on the sales side of things with what she was doing, kind of the process and in, in place. So that kind of attracted me to this company right? because yeah. it's similar to yeah. something I was used to. And that's interesting taking that from being the hunted part of a headhunter. You were like, hmm, this person's doing a lot of the same stuff that we're doing too. Mm -hmm. And I like what we do. Mm -hmm. I wonder what they're up to. So cars, doing great. Love it. What made the jump from 
car industry to home sales? Um, so I was never planning on leaving the car industry. I really loved it. Like I was excited. I woke up, mm -hmm. went to work. And um, unfortunately, we went from like hiring people to COVID and you know, next thing I know, I didn't have a job anymore. And right. So it's really sad. <laughs> like, I, like I say to a lot of people, I'm like, COVID only affected you and you only. It's like 80% yeah. of the world, right? Like, yeah. I mean, we even, you know, most, a majority of the people, a lot of the W-2s even here came via that their opportunity where they were mm -hmm. was no more. And when they started seeking other opportunity, one of the only places literally that was hiring during a pandemic were DJ and Lindsay. And we're mm -hmm. like, no, we're going to continue to grow because we need it and we need to provide value. So, I mean, what, what were you like? Okay. Like real estate or was somebody just like, Hey, you should like check out real estate. Like how did that kind of come about? Um, well I, I, I worked at home for like a year in between. Mm -hmm. I just wanted like a little bit of a break from the crazy schedule sure. and the nine to five and stuff. So, um, during that time period, I was like, kind of depressed honestly like I wasn't I yeah. wasn't happy I was bored I wasn't around people I was sitting in a room all day and I didn't have any like face-to-face -face interaction and like I you know I like Need I that. like yeah, being sure. in front of people and kind of like moving around and mm -hmm. doing whatever it is that I'm doing you're not like a homebody stay at home just put around can the house be, but not when it comes to work like I don't want to like just live in my house like I rather kind of like sleep at my house and live outside of the house and or at work right I spend more time here probably than I do at home and that's okay <laughs> um but I it I, pays I, off yeah so I was like what can I do to you know change the way I'm feeling and I was just like maybe I'll get into real estate I'll was good in sales. I like sales. I've always thought houses were cool. I, mm -hmm. I liked going to like um, model homes with my grandparents when I was younger and be yeah. like, this is going to be my room and like looking yeah, at everything. Yeah. So, okay. I don't know. Awesome. So then you obviously you take the exam, you pass, or your first time passer? Yep. First time passer. Makes <laughs> sense. And did you immediately jump on board with anybody else or were you kind of just like shopping around as to like what was the opportunity for you? Like how long were you licensed before you came to us? I like pretty much got my license and started here shortly after. Olivia was calling me up until I took my test. Um, Sweet. I did talk to like a couple of other opportunities, but I don't know, after just coming here, I didn't feel like I needed to venture out. I just remember coming actually in this room and like Megan being in here and like pitching everything and right. a whole group of people. And I'm like, why am I here for a group interview? Right. And I was like, I'm not leaving until I have a start date. <laughs> yeah. The end of it. <laughs> so it's great. I mean, that's it. So a lot of times we just, because there are so many people looking to see if this opportunity is for mm -hmm. them. Right. We, we do that. We kind of try and just like combine them. Like, okay. How can we all get you guys to see what we do one-on-one? -on -one? Mm -hmm. And then again, if this, you think this opportunity is for you, let's sit down one via one, discuss maybe some apprehension you have or other questions you might mm -hmm. have. So that's really funny that you mm -hmm. were a part of that because I, I don't know at what point the people who are here, what point they were a part of that because, mm -hmm. right, it was just Megan, then it was Megan Olivia, then it was, you know, and it just kept yeah. growing. But that's really funny that you were a part of that. that were you, cool. you impressed with the... Uh, yeah, so, like, we did group interviews, too, like, when mm -hmm. I was hiring people, and, like, people were always, like, when you got there, but then, you know, she came and she started talking, a couple people left, I was, like, you're telling me more, like, right. I don't know, I was, like, this is great, I was, like, you know, um, I was born here and everything, but I'm kind of, like, in that in-between age where some of my friends have their life together and are ready to buy something, right. and some people <laughs> are kind of, like, trying to figure that out still, so, it's like, where am I going to find clients, and the fact that we have all these like lead sources and opportunity was really exciting for me. See, and that's huge that you say that because someone from here who probably has a wide sphere, because we see, I mean, think, I don't know how old you are. We don't have to discuss that, but like <laughs> there, there are people coming out and they're 22 years old. I'm like, mm -hmm. do you know any other 22 year old 
in your sphere that's ready to buy a home. No. So a sphere model doesn't really work well for you because you don't know anybody. I mean, are you going to call friends, family, like your mom's friends, friends, friend? I'm like, how, how weird is your sphere going to get before you realize nobody in your sphere is really buying? Mm-hmm. So for you to be able to meet people, again, we always use the phrase like, could you imagine opening a storefront and you're like, wow, I finally have my storefront. I'm here. Come in. Like, please, someone come shop inside. But like, there's just people walking by you. Now we're like literally sending customers in your store. Mm-hmm. And now it's up to you, which you've done a very good job of, you know, servicing them, writing them up, yeah. basically selling them. So I think that's great that you recognize that early on that you're like, yeah, I mean, my sphere is going to be super weird. I don't know. I don't really want to talk to them. And Jamie just said that, you know, last week. He's like, I like my sphere. I don't want my sphere to hate me by constantly asking them <laughs> to buy a home or forcing that upon them, especially in a city that they don't even live in. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's even weirder. You being from here, a perfect point of that, like, I probably still wouldn't even talk to my sphere or want yeah. to, like, approach my sphere. Like, yes, you'll help them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've helped, um, actually, Galea, who works here, helped her buy her house in December. Awesome. And then- I just got another friend under contract. She's waiting to tell people, so I'm not going to say anything. Right, it's not a complete dead end, but like that would be two. That would be two. two. And that's like out of... Seven, out of technically 27. Between everything. That'd be two. Yeah, it's crazy. Which to me is insane how you can look at that and then turn around and be like, you're getting raked over the coals, you know, this is blah, blah, blah. I'm like... I get so annoyed with that. Because like you you wouldn't even have... Like if we weren't given that opportunity, you wouldn't even had it anyway. So what are you? What are you upset about? What, like, right. Just we say that all the time. Like a hundred percent of zero <laughs> is zero. Mm-hmm. So you get to keep one hundred percent of nothing. Yeah. Which is fine. Or you can keep half or eighty percent or ninety percent of whatever. You looking forward to that ninety percent? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's ten percent is great. It, mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be great. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I think there's no doubt that the organization here has have it structured the way it is. It's like oh, not yeah. top tier. And I think you're a great representation of that, given that you came from a sales realm, supplying leads, supplying business. It was up to you to work your tail off, to close it, whatever that product might be, cars, homes, et cetera, that now you gravitated towards a model where it's similar and then now you're crushing. Yeah. And I love how people will just be like, that's a fluke. It's just a different product, literally. The same process, just right. minor changes. and Right. So knowledge. what are you, what in your goal, first year, what did you have set, I want to sell X homes? When I first started here, I honestly didn't know what to expect. I was like, I just want to sell six. <laughs> and I was like, well, that, like, I ended up okay. doing way more than that. Check, <laughs> So this got year, it. I've, like, set a goal of 52, and I'm, like, a little bit behind. I'm, like, two behind. I have to get two more under contract by the end of the month to do that. But other than that, I'm pacing yeah. pretty good. Yeah. And, that's a and it's, er- and it's early. I mean, we're still like yeah. middle, late, middle to late April. Um, so that, yeah, I mean, that's a doable goal. Yeah, for I sure. Think. I mean, we just had Tom Ferry on for the quarterly meeting who was talking about how NEFAR as a whole is down 2%. And the DJ Lindsay team's up 91%. From last year, which was 3,025, 52, I don't know, I'm dyslexic, dyslexic. <laughs> it's one of the it's 3,000, it's over 3,000 homes Fun. sold. We're up 91%. And it's funny because your goal from last year during one of the best years of real estate was X. Mm-hmm. And now you've just made your goal for this year, 52. 
and you're only two behind on that yeah. on pace. And like, I had like a little bit like my um, I had some family like illness at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and I took most of December off, so I didn't really like set myself up for the best opportunity to get ahead but i'm trying to i'm playing trying to play catch up and it's working so right but that's that's what we're constantly trying to be like it's there's nothing about the model that's broken it's if you come in here with the wrong attitude Mm -hmm. and set yourself up for not aligning which is fine if you if this is not for you that it's just not because it doesn't make sense for you to come here and sell six homes Mm -hmm. and and two of them be from your sphere Mm -hmm. right like that doesn't make sense but if you want to build a reputable business and get, I mean, a lot of these agents are saying I'm getting, and you are one of them getting the experience of three to four years of being in the industry in less than a year. Yeah. I mean, you are becoming a seasoned agent in 12 months, which it's proven because you're at 27 deals where if you and every other agent outside of here thought they were going to do six and six Mm -hmm. or 10 would be a good year. That's still like, three years at 30 homes, 10 a year. Yeah. And that's like a, like a whale of a year too. That's like, I had a great year. All right. So 52 homes right now on pace, too shy. We're going to put in the work We're gonna get it. to catch up. Um, what else are you looking forward to? I saw, were you traveling recently that I saw you were away somewhere? Um, saw you and your husband were some, you guys were somewhere or were you just enjoying a weekend outside? Oh, oh we, I, I took Easter off. But <laughs> I worked at six to ten. No. <laughs> I took my son to the beach and like yeah. we did some family stuff, and that right. was nice, you know. Because right. I, I, I do probably work more than I should, but should <laughs> I enjoy it? So it's like it's not it's not bad, right? You know? Do you and you contribute uh, like at home too? Obviously, right? You go home, and your son from being at school now you have to go be a mom. So now mm-hmm. you're like essentially teacher too. Yeah. Like, do you kind of enjoy that or do you kind of like, do you enjoy that time or that's just like an yeah. added? It's, it's like, it's definitely challenging to try mm-hmm. to juggle everything. I do have, I can't even like take most credit for it. My husband will hate me. I'm saying this. Cause like <laughs> he does most laundry and the dishes and the cleaning right now, bad right. wife, but <laughs> you know, right. we're, we're getting through everything. He just has the flexibility in his schedule. Whereas right, right now I don't. So I have a really great support system basically is what I'm saying at home, which helps. Which is huge. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's great because then you'd bring that into the office if you didn't, right? Yeah. Then your work here. So, I mean, to be able to thrive and crush that business and then be able to go home and have, you know, have that yeah. support because right, life still happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, I say that all the time, you know, one of my guys um, was having problems with his dog and I'm like, dude, life happens. Like, mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. Um, don't, can't like disappear for like a month and be like, no, it's fine. Right. But like life happens. Right. And I think everybody here is on board with that and working around to find out, you know, what's the best solution for you. Mm -hmm. And I think you've done a great job between talking with Brittany, Brett, the rest of the leaders, rest of the mentors. Hey, this is what's best for Tori. And I mean, you're thriving. You're literally like killing it. It was a challenge at first, but Brittany definitely gave some like really good like tips and tricks for balancing some of the home life work. Right. right. But it's, it's, it's a lot better now. Do you, yeah. How hard did you kind of lean on mentorship when you first started and have you kind of, (laughs) have you kind of let that leash out or you're like still on them? Um, I I definitely leaned pretty hard. Like even like I'm one of those people that have to like double check myself with things that don't want to say something wrong or do something wrong or like, I don't know, I've worked in like big compliance departments and stuff like that. So it stresses me out. Right. So I definitely leaned on them a lot. Um, I still do. I mean, I ask them questions all the time or like, Hey, how should I word this? Or what would you do in this situation? But I've definitely think that I don't 
bother them as much anymore. <laughs> right, but do you? But did you I'm see so, even more like? I guess how much better did you feel knowing that you had them in that first? Oh gosh, yeah. I don't know if I could do it. Like, yeah, right? I, I pretty much was like a f- talking mask to like whatever. They were right, saying. whenever like, they were. Yeah, yeah. it's just like I was just like the face, and I'm like a puppet, like whatever. Right, and I think that's wild to think that you someone who had an extensive sales background knew exactly how to deal with people Mm -hmm. just coming into such a new cutthroat industry Mm -hmm. that you're like, I need like straight up savage in my corner. Mm -hmm. And you had two of them. Now you have, I mean, essentially like four of them. It just keeps growing. They keep just adding mentors, (laughs) people who know, yeah, right. People who know what they're talking about. But I think that's a great thing used to lean on because even Lewis said that. So let's jump into your TC kind of vibe. You, Emily. Emily is the best. Sorry. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. am. I don't like Emily is a machine. Like, I don't know. Emily stays late. Emily works like super hard. There's no way I could manage everything without her. I and mean, you just lean on her just as hard, right? Yeah. I probably, I'm probably like spend like 50% of my time at my desk and then another like 50% bothering her. Like, Hey, this, this, and this, like before I forget this, right? you know, and, and she's super helpful and on top of everything. Right. And I think it goes without saying that if you had to work the file on all 27 of those properties, no way. <laughs> that, that home life would probably get cut or yeah. the, or the 27 would get cut. You'd yeah. just be like, I don't have the bandwidth to be able to yeah. kind of handle this. I could focus on selling a lot more with her support, every, with everyone's support, honestly. Right. And I don't have to focus on as much of the like little nitty details in between it. I, Cause I could be out showing homes. Whereas like if I was on the road, like I am showing, you know, I try to show at least like two homes a day if I'm out doing that and, you know, there's a question or something that needs to be done for like one of my transactions. Like there's, there's no way I could manage that and drive and organize showings and Right, because you'd be handling all yeah, the administrative work. so hard. Yeah, you'd be doing it at home instead of being with your son, mm-hmm. playing, well, again, playing teacher, you know, doing whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, I think that's, that's a huge value, you know, to lean on those people. And because... That's a part of the model, I think. And I don't think people realize that that's why the structure is what it is so that you can do that and not just be like absolutely drowning. Mm-hmm. And even if you were drowning, you could literally go to Brett and be like, I'm drowning. And they'd be yeah. like, cool, how do we make, how do we fix this for you? Yeah, they're always like asking me like, hey, do you need help with anything? Like, is there anything we can do? This and that. And it's like, it's, it's nice. It's right. Nice. And um, go ahead. They're like, another thing I really love too is like, um, the, like understanding of like personal things like you don't have to feel like that like work guilt of like you know if my son's sick or like I need to go run and do something and whatever as long as I tell them and you keep connected it's like they understand like that life right. happens too and I've been places where people don't understand that or they get angry or frustrated like oh you know this is not what do you mean your dog's sick or this or your kid or right. something and I don't have to worry about that as much right literally at all (laughs) yeah literally life happens and i think no one is more understanding than the crew here because yeah i mean like as this place grows like more crazy situations happen like even this is so off the wall today i'm at my desk working and i get a notification from google maps and it just says like hi i'm like what it's like some woman who just went on to google she's a real estate agent was with a completely different big box brokerage is like, Hey, I went here. It was right next to my house. It seems super convenient. I'm like, I licensed like two, three months. I'm just not receiving literally any of the stuff I was told. And all they're doing is asking for me to like pay all this stuff and fees. Like, can I talk to somebody? 
And I'm like, how are you messaging me through Google Maps? <laughs> One. But I didn't obviously say that. But <laughs> as we keep expanding and we keep just growing because we're dominating in the space, people are finding a way to get, I mean, we have countless channels of ways to find us. Yeah, Apparently now, not hard. Google <laughs> Google Maps is one of them, um, but it just it, in an industry that's in you know it, the the what does DJ always say? It's like an eighty percent or eighty eight percent fail rate. It's just constantly climbing because of things like that. Mm-hmm. Where you fortunately never had that issue because you just walked right in. I mean, you had the wherewithal to like be sitting here listening to Megan. And you're like, yep, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Now, did I just see that you scheduled listing photos? Are you? Yeah, about, I oh. did get an invite to listing team finally, but I need to go on one more appointment. So okay, because I, 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 I always I, I only see it like randomly pop into my email. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes I'll just look at the name and I'll just kind of like you know mm-hmm. kudos. But um, yeah, I thought I had saw. I, but it's always like the way that it works. Like sometimes people put so and so's name mm-hmm. up in the wrong spot. And I'm like, this is not an agent on our team. Is this mm-hmm. an agent on our team? I don't know. But um, is there anything you're kind of looking forward to, like, through the rest of the year? I mean, um, coming up on end of year one for you, July 1st. Yeah. Honestly, I haven't really, like, I've been, like, focused on the now. I haven't really been thinking too too much further ahead. Right. Like, it's kind of bad, I guess. I probably should. No, no, no. That's, I mean, that's, it's understandable. It's just, you know, yeah. it's just one of those things. Um, what, when you worked, you worked at, for car sales, you worked at an outfit. We don't have to say the name. What was the brand you were selling? Um, Audi. Okay, so you were selling kind of luxury cars anyway. Yeah. Did you find that there were a lot of, I don't know, not fake people, but like people who probably shouldn't be buying the car, affording the car? Did you always have that? Did you have to be like, hey, is this a good idea? Like, did you ever have like crazy situations where you're like, all right, sir, but. <laughs> you know, like honestly, and this sounds kind of bad, like if they're going to make that financial decision, if you don't let them do it, where you're at, they're going to go do it somewhere else. So you might as well put the food on the table for your family. Right. So if they understood and you gave them all the information to make an informed decision and they made the choice. That's not on you. It's not on me. I think that's so a fair assessment. I, <laughs> yeah. You know, occasionally we're like, you know, you're like one problem away from not being right. for this. But. Right. I always think that too, because mm-hmm. I think that trickles over into housing. You know, people get a, a something from mm-hmm. rocket mortgage or, you know, wherever. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know, buddy. I don't think this is the best idea. Which, I, again, you educate them, but at the end of the day, you can lead a horse to water. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think that's kind of... But no no that's crazy... like yeah. Right. There's no crazy stories from the car industry where you're just kind of like... One time I had this guy coming in wild, like or this woman, I don't know, nothing bananas. Um, I mean, we definitely seen like a lot of cash. Um, one of my favorite transactions was um, there was a guy who was in the military, who was stationed overseas, and we did a completely sight unseen custom order and when he was getting back from his deployment we had to line it up where he like perfectly flew into town grabbed his car and then drove to his next base so that was really like probably my favorite transaction (laughs) ever and that's something i think about a lot it wasn't like the nicest car the craziest car or anything like that but But just having all that line it was like literally it was like wow this feels good because we made this happen for him and he's happy and it's exactly what he wants and that's wild i was just listening to so i've been watching a ton of other podcasts and consuming a lot of content on YouTube to try and a get better just mm-hmm. at this, but then also find out like you know what are things moving to. I was listening to a podcast about this guy called like RD Winnington or whatever, but he sells like luxury cars out in LA and how he got started. But 
he said, yeah, the car is cool, but it's literally the stories like that on mm -hmm. like delivering of the cars is what's the craziness of it. So he has like a show coming out on Discovery Plus, but it was literally like he was selling uh, LaFerrari to Jay Balvin mm -hmm. and they're in LA Balvin's in Miami so they're like all right cool like did the deal whatever and it was funny because it was literally Drake's car that he bought and then resold to Jay Balvin so he literally that was the transaction that's how we found Balvin the car so he's like all right like yeah let's just do this blah 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 and let's we'll ship it down to Miami and they're like what are you talking about and he's like well New York where I don't know wherever the hell he wants the car and he's like yeah it's going to Medellin it's going to Colombia and they're like what <laughs> and like so now they have to figure out how to ship this car but I'm like that's literally the fun in the transaction was yeah. of getting the car to where it's going. So it wasn't even the car in that case. It was literally the story, which I think probably goes hand in hand in the market now because half the time some people like, hey, I'm in this house. You want it? Like, this is what it looks like. It's like, cool. Yeah. Like, put it in this, right? It's it just, mm -hmm. it's flying. And that's something like, because when we did... Um the department that I worked in mm -hmm. was, was mostly like internet sales and business development. So we'd set appointments for the sales staff, um, you know, down there. And I trained people to do that. And um, we would also handle all the like over the phone online transactions. So people had to completely rely on like my opinion, my judgment, me looking at like the car taking videos, like noting anything that was wrong with it. Like, and I mean, I've sold like pretty much like Lamborghinis over the phone, R8s over the phone. Like wow. these people never came to the dealership and saw it. So it's like, that's a lot of money for somebody to trust you to make, you know, a judgment call and give them the information on. So it's kind of cool because right. I've been able to take that with like, you know, FaceTime or virtual um, appointments. You know, obviously I tell them like, hey, I'm not a home inspector. We don't need to do this. Like I'm not perfect. Right. You know, I might miss something, but I can give them a good feel and try to point out or comb over the home. Like right. as if I was buying it myself to try to make them feel comfortable the situation because a lot of people aren't local and they can't spend yeah. weeks down here home searching they have to come down after we have a home under contract and then look yeah. at it <laughs> yeah uh, well it's i mean the those cars at that price point is almost mm -hmm. like a house in itself yeah. <laughs> so it's not like it was changing much to where you're it's still the same amount of money on the table mm -hmm. it's just kind of what that money is purchasing mm -hmm. that's pretty wild to be able to sell that stuff over the phone yeah it was, it was, it was fun. It was really exciting, especially like. That's probably why you loved it. Yeah. I mean. I love cars. I mean, so. <laughs> right. Cool. But that's, and do you kind of find yourself now like falling in love with homes or it's still kind of just like the, I'm in it. Like, this is just what I'm good at. So kind of like, or you, you kind know, of see yourself. I've always liked, I've always liked houses too. I mm -hmm. mean, like I, I told myself like, um, when I was in the car business, like long term, I was like, Hey, I'm going to spend, you know, this amount of time here. I'm going to make enough money so I could start buying real estate. So part of the reason I looked into this too when I, you know, got laid off and everything was because of like, if I'm already doing this and like, this is something that interests me, maybe I can get into it, learn a little, a little bit about it. And mm -hmm. then, you know, so that's interesting that knowledge too. So you even knew long-term it was real estate was going to be a play of like continuing something. wealth. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Cause a lot of people, especially now, like everybody's just looking for the bag, right? They're just mm -hmm. like, how do I just make cash like hand over fist? I need to do this so I can live my life and do that. And it's like, hey, it doesn't just fall out of the sky. No. If it does, it's like, <laughs> it's the lottery. That's literally how it works. Mm -hmm. um, but rarely does that happen. And two, it's like, you have to put in the work. Mm -hmm. And Gary V, I don't know if you listen to Gary V a lot, but he says, most of the time, if you can't even do 12 months of he calls it taking and eating it for 12 months he's like you probably don't even deserve the money you think you deserve in the first place he's like you couldn't do something for one entire year to set yourself up 
like he's like just take your money and just go play the lottery or go gamble and just hope you because he goes that's yeah. the amount of luck that you'll have in order to get that because there's just no situation where anybody just can be like yeah yeah, yeah shit yeah here that's what yeah. you want oh cool right yeah. it's yeah. crazy i wish that'd be great <laughs> it would be great but yeah unfortunately it doesn't happen i mean i'm just over two years here and it's oh it's we've never not grown or not scaled right like we've never not tried to put our heads together and say okay how do we do something bigger better that nobody else is doing i mean when you talk to these other realtors are you kind of like hearing like wow why are you doing that like do you hear any of this stuff like i just i read a lot and try and look a yeah. lot on the internet and find out i'm like i don't understand like i'll i've said this countless times i'll never understand door knocking no, I don't want to do that, especially not with gas prices. Like I just, ne I'll <laughs> never understand it. I mean, I've never answered my door expecting no one to be at it and then selling me something. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad this person showed up. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll never understand that. And I just don't understand why you can hear that and then be like, that's, it's like the oldest thing in the book. And like mm -hmm. people used to sell vacuums door to door. Then it was knives. Then it was, now they sell solar panels and whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to, dog anybody's thing but i'm like that's not really good marketing and right now at the price of gas and any other mm -hmm. expense it's just not a good form of marketing yeah and like pretty much anybody begins their search online so it, why go knock on one door when you can knock on a whole bunch virtually <laughs> right and just get in front of more people right like do you just be like man i really need a new pair of shoes. Do you just go walk up to your front door and open it and you look around and be like, mm, no, shoe shoe no shoe salesman. I guess I'm not buying shoes. Like, right. You just go online. You mm -hmm. find, you find a way to get what you want. And right. For the most part, the journey starts online, mm -hmm. which is what they've invested. You know, DJ and Lindsay have invested copious amounts of yeah. dollars and opportunity to be able to provide that opportunity to you guys. You just also happen to capitalize on them, which is great. Yeah. Which is the goal. Yeah. I mean, everyone wins. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the point. Well, we absolutely love you. You're on a crazy streak right now. 10 pending. We're still two behind though. I know. I'm going to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You're, you're right on par. You're right where you're supposed to be. Those two are, are going to come. Yeah. Because you Calm put down. in the work. Put in the work. You put in the hours. You're manifesting it. It's going to happen. Someone's, you're about to, I'm surprised your phone hasn't blown up today and be like, Tori, we need that house. It's, it's on silent right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, thank you so much. Don't forget to like, subscribe us everywhere at DJ Lindsay. Also, you can follow Tori on Instagram. She's one of our hottest salesmen right now. She's on a hot streak. Num number 10, we're looking for number 11. Um, this podcast is also sponsored by Audible. I always forget this, but we got a Matt. Let's put that link down in there. We have like a referral link um, for you guys to sign up. It's a free something. I don't know, but it's sponsored by Audible. Tori, thanks so much. See ya. Ooh.